What's up, guys? We are back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. As always, I'm Justin Michael, and it's been a weird week. It's been a really weird week for CSU fans. A couple of veterans leaving the roster. We're going to dive into both Ellison Hubbard and Marcus McElroy's decision to transfer out of the program. A lot of roster turnover happening over in the football program, but we got plenty to dive into. Obviously, the AAC stuff, there's a lot of rumors swirling. Um, I'm going to dive into it probably tomorrow. I just There's a lot of moving parts, and I am, am talking to a lot of people right now, hearing a lot of things, so I don't want to give any premature takes or anything like that, but something to keep in mind for our homeowners. With prices going up, creating natural equity in your home, if you have mortgage insurance, chances are you can refinance out of that. Make the bubble work for you. If you're in the buyer's market, you know how stressful the process of buying a house can be. I mean, if you've attempted it in Colorado, it's, it's crazy out there. Let Mike and Virginia Chevalier take the burden off this extremely difficult process. They're going to alleviate so much stress and just take some of that worry off your plate. They have a fun perk for DNVR listeners. If you visit them at dnvrmortgage.com, you can enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice. Most importantly, you're going to get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. You can also call Mike directly at 970-412-2472. That's 970-412-2472. Or visit dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. All right, before we dive into the transfer talk, I'm just briefly going to talk about the AAC situation. Like I said, there's a lot of stuff happening We'll see if it actually happens or not. There's just a lot to consider. It's no secret that the Mountain West has prioritized Boise State. And for the most part, that's unfortunately been the right decision. I know CSU fans don't like to hear that, but keeping Boise State in the conference has been very important of late. I do think that it's irked a lot of the original members, you know, CSU, Air Force, schools that have really high academic ratings, some of the highest athletic budgets in the conference. I think they're tired of getting overlooked by Boise State and even San Diego State to an extent. And because of that, I think that's kind of what sparked the interest, at least, in potentially leaving the Mountain West. That, and obviously nobody has very much faith in, in Craig Thompson as the commissioner. Now, I've already tweeted a bunch. I've talked about it a little bit. I don't think it makes a whole lot of sense for CSU to join the American. I don't think it makes sense to abandon all your regional rivalries all the history that you have with programs like New Mexico and, and Wyoming and, I mean, even San Diego State and some of these other schools to an extent. I mean, this is longstanding tradition. There's a respect that comes with that. And I, I just, I like all of that stuff. I like regional rivalries. I know a lot of that's being thrown out the window, but that stuff's important to me. I think CU's a good example of this. They don't have any rivals in their conference, and it just it makes it hard to really drum up interest. You know, they've, they've tried to force it with Utah and it's just not a thing because Utah has been really successful against CU and CU has not really been able to beat them. CSU still has more of a rivalry with Utah than CU does at this point. And I just, I think when you start joining these conferences purely for money reasons, that's kind of what happens. And I think CU is also another good example of when you leave a conference for kind of petty reasons being overlooked by Texas and, and some of that. I know the whole ordeal with Nebraska and Missouri was kind of a, a dramatic deal and it, it blew up the conference and that's a shame. I just don't really see enough pros to join the American. It doesn't feel like a natural fit to me. 
you're increasing your travel costs. It's not like any of those schools are, are really moving the needle. I mean, Tulane is kind of fun to watch. Memphis at times has been interesting. But they're they're not going to be the same without those top dogs, and I just I don't really understand the the point of moving. I mean, I know at the moment it's a better TV contract, but you know ESPN is going to renegotiate. They're not going to pay for that without Cincinnati, without Central Florida. I mean, it sounds like they're going to add UAB, but again, that's that's not moving the needle. We'll have to see kind of what happens with all of this moving forward. I've heard kind of a mixed report. I've heard you know this is definitely happening. It's not going to happen. We'll just have to follow it all. That's why I've tried to be patient with it. I didn't want to get too premature with my reactions. I think part of this might have just been CSU and Air Force wanting to remind the Mountain West, like, hey, we're two of the most important members in the conference, and you better start treating us right. I mean, CSU was pissed about how that basketball situation played out last year, and rightfully so, the league fucked them. I just think the best option is staying put and honestly going out and adding schools. If you were really being aggressive, you'd try to add Gonzaga and Wichita State for basketball, or even, I mean, like St. Mary's and Gonzaga or St. Mary's and Wichita State for basketball. Maybe you try and poach SMU or Memphis from the AAC. They came after some of your schools. Maybe you can persuade some of them to come to you. I mean, there's just a lot to consider moving forward. We will we'll just keep an eye on all of that. Um, but obviously, an interesting situation with Marcus McElroy first announcing his decision to transfer this morning. And then that got followed up by Ellison Hubbard also announcing that he's transferring. Two guys that have been definitely leaders on their side of the football. I mean, Ellison defensively, Marcus offensively. These are two guys that have been really active in the community. Like, I mean, they're they're important members of that locker room. Neither guy has really gotten the playing time they were looking for this year, though. And instead of riding it out and, and playing this final year for Adazio, they're both going to you know, if, if you play less than four games, you can keep keep it as a redshirt year, keep your eligibility, and they can go play their, their final year of eligibility elsewhere. And it sucks that that's how this is playing out. I don't blame either one of these guys. I'm a little more surprised by Ellison's decision to transfer, but, I mean, he, he definitely has not been getting the playing time that a player of his caliber should be getting. Ellison's one of those rare guys that can get after the quarterback and is effective after the run. I mean... I understand that Toby McBride finally getting healthy was going to cut into his role a little bit. But to not get that guy out on the field, I mean, he was dominant in 2018, 2019. He was successful last year in his rotational role. He can play. Like, he could definitely play. He's a guy who should be getting, you know, 30, 40 snaps a game. Maybe a little less than that if you're really rotating. But he definitely should be getting some consistent run out there. And he just hasn't. Now, the situation with Marcus is maybe a little bit more complicated. I mean, it's a crowded backfield. We already saw Tanner Hollins leave, which was, again, that was disappointing too because I think he had a really bright future. I do think David Bailey is really good, and I understand why the coaching staff is playing him. I'm surprised that McElroy hasn't played more, especially once you know Bailey got hurt in that Iowa game. I expected to see more McElroy than we did. But I understand why Marcus would be peeved. You know, I, I get that Bailey is really good, but... He uses his extra year of eligibility, you know, granted from the NCAA, he decides to come back, and then they bring in another guy. Like, that's, I get why he would be urged from the start and then to not get a lot of touches. It's not that surprising that in the end he's deciding, you know, I'd rather go play somewhere else and get some consistent touches in my last year of college football. 
than you know being like the third, fourth running back in the rotation. I understand Marcus's decision. You just hate to see it play out this way. I mean, two guys that have been really dedicated to CSU, two guys that have been productive at various points in their career, leaders in the locker room, well-spoken individuals. I mean, those are the kind of guys you want leading the way, especially in a transition period, which is what CSU is in right now, you know, kind of in between coaching staffs. That's one of the, the important factors in success when you when you have a coach turnover like this is just to have some of those veterans that can kind of ease the the learning process and you can kind of lean on them and having guys like McElroy and, and, and Hubbard to set the standard. I mean, that stuff matters. And, you know, I don't want to get, you know, too conspiracy theorist here, but, you know, these guys were committed to CSU through some pretty tough times. Are they, is it just because they only have one year of eligibility left that they're leaving or like what's going on behind the scenes, you know? In an interview with Brady Hole, Ellison kind of alluded to, you know, the coaching staff kind of prioritizing some of their guys. And that is a criticism I have heard of Steve Adazio and some of his coaches before. They, you know, really prioritize their guys and everybody else just kind of gets overlooked. And if that's the case, that would be disappointing, especially with guys like Ellison. I mean, you're always going to prioritize your star players. Like, that's, that's just how it is. But, I mean, guys like Ellison can play. And so can Marcus. So, like... I hope they weren't run out of town or anything like that. Again, we we don't really know if that's what happened or not, but it's just a weird situation, a weird situation to see them leave. I think the timing of it makes sense. Guys are going to transfer at weird times now. It's just there's more movement than ever, so there's going to be more transfers. You don't want to play in more than four games. Or you can't keep this year of eligibility. So if you're going to leave, now is kind of the time to do it. Just an odd situation, man, an odd situation altogether. Wish Ellison and Marcus nothing but the best going forward. Two guys that should be revered by Ram Nation for the rest of their lives. They've been nothing but committed to CSU. They've been playmakers. They've been role models. They've been pillars of the community. I mean, everything you would want in a student athlete. And it, it bums me out that they're not going to finish their career in the, in the green and gold. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It genuinely bums me out. Anyways, going to try, try and bring the mood of the podcast back up. We're going to talk about an exciting Mountain West slate, CSU on a bye week, but a couple of games worth watching, talk about the betting perspective, all that. And it's been a great start to the NFL season. It's only getting better at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. DraftKings is kicking off another week of action by giving all new customers a can't-miss offer. All you got to do is bet $1 on any football game this week. You're going to get $150 in free bets instantly. Don't worry, though. They're hooking it up for all existing customers as well. All customers can swing big with the same game parlay. Same game parlays allow you to combine multiple bets for a bigger payout. This week, place a same game parlay on any NFL game. You're going to get credited up to $25, even if your bet loses. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your money whenever you want. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR to receive $150 in free bets instantly. When you place a $1 bet on any football game, that promo code DNVR. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions do apply, see DraftKings.com sportsbook for details, have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Also want to shout out the homies over at Solace Meds, the one and only, they've got some sweet deals all September long, the premier dispensary always hooking it up, they've got four convenient locations, one in Fort Collins, one in Wheat Ridge, one off Broadway. 
one just blocks away on East Colfax from the DNVR bar. You can get Can America gummies for 25% off, Strains tinctures are 20% off, Rockin' cartridges are 25% off, and Glacier concentrates are 20% off of the original price as well. If you head into any location, you can get a free Solace Bar or King Cone when you mention the code DNVR20. That's DNVR20 to get 20% off and a free Solace Bar, which is an edible or a King Cone, the biggest pre-roll joint you can get. Solace Meds makes your cannabis shopping experience a delight. Head to their website, solacemeds.com. Order online, pick up at your convenience, and make sure you are using that code DNVR20 for 20% off. All right, all right, all right. We've got a really fun game Friday night. We've got number 13 BYU at Utah State. BYU 4-0, Utah State 3-1 coming off of a weird loss against Boise State. They had like 300 yards of offense in the first half and no points. It was a really, really fluky deal. I actually really like Utah State's chance to pull an upset in this one. You can get them on the money line at plus 270. They are nine and a half point dogs at home. So I'd really be interested in the points as well. This is going to be a really tough game. I mean, BYU is good. It's a rivalry game. You know they're going to be up for it. They have to win this to keep their playoff chances alive. But Utah State is explosive, man. Their offense is, it's really fun to watch. Blake Anderson has that thing rolling. They stretch the field. They play with tempo. And I just think if they're able to hit a couple of shot plays, they could really get the crowd going, get the momentum rolling in their favor. I like their chances in this one to pull an upset. They're really good at playing from behind. So even if they go down early, you know, they're not going to panic. They've come from behind, I think, double digits even in all three of their wins. Anyways, should be a fun one. Uh, Over under is 65. Probably lean the over, but that is a lot of points to count on. Again, you can get Utah State plus 270 on the money line. Really like that value. At 12 p.m. on Saturday, USC plays at Boulder. Trojans, seven and a half point favorites on the road. I just, I don't see how CU is going to score enough points on this one. The over-under is 51. I'd probably do the under. CU is averaging 80 pass yards a game right now. 80. It's the worst offense in the country. It's really, really wild. They have a lot of talent too, like at the skill positions. They have a ton of experience running backs, good wide receivers, like, I, I don't understand what is going on there, but it's a good example of what happens when you roll with the freshman quarterback. Just saying, everybody still clamoring for CSU to go with the freshman. Saturday at 1.30, Nevada at Boise State. This should be a really fun game. Nevada's six and a half point underdogs. They're the more talented team, guys. They're coming off of a tough loss against Kansas State. I think they're going to go on the road and win this. You can get them at plus 195. I really, really like the value there. Um, probably going to be my DraftKings pick of the week, but I I really like Nevada's chances. Boise State is good. Like, don't get me wrong. I think all season I've been fairly critical of Boise, and it's just because people, you know, they act like they're the they're going to walk into the conference championship game, and I just, I think they're the fourth or fifth most talented team in the league this year. I like Nevada more. I like San Diego State more. I like Fresno State a lot more. You know, I, I think Wyoming's really tough. I just, I don't know. I, I think there's a lot of teams that are capable of pushing Boise to the brink. And I certainly think that Nevada is one of them. And I'm really excited to, to watch that one. It's going to be a good game. Should be a ton of points scored. I mean, that Boise State defense, they have talent. But like I said, they gave up like 300 yards off in Utah State. They, they toughened it out in the red zone and a couple of missed field goals helped their cause. 
but this is a Nevada team that can really move the field. And if they can just stretch him a little bit and, you know, hit Romeo dubs a couple of times on the outside and get the middle game working with Cole Turner, like, I just really like Nevada's chances to win this game, even on the road. Saturday at 4 p.m. Mountain, UNLV takes on UTSA. UNLV 21-point dogs to UTSA. They might cover that. 21? I don't know. I think I'm putting too much faith in UNLV. Their win total was one and a half for the year, and they legitimately might be under on that one. They had it, man. They had Fresno State, and they couldn't, couldn't close it out. Saturday at 4.30, Air Force, New Mexico. Air Force is 11.5-point favorites in this one. New Mexico could be sneaky for an upset here. Plus 3.30. Over-under is 46. I like the over in that one. I think this is a big prove-it game for both these teams. Air Force already got upset at home by Utah State. Again, Utah State's a really good team. They are a better team than New Mexico, but can they win it? And, and New Mexico's feisty, man. They're, they've got a lot of veterans. They're tired of losing. I like Danny Gonzalez. I'll definitely be tuned into that one. Uh, 8.30 p.m. San Jose State hosts New Mexico State. Not much to talk about there. Over-under is 54. I like the... Yeah, I almost like the under in that one. San Jose State's offense has not been great, but they should respawn well in this one. 28-point favorites. That's just too big of a spread for me to touch. And then at 9 p.m., we've got Fresno State at Hawaii. I like Fresno State to win this one. 11 points is a steep spread, especially on the island. I think this is just a stay-away game altogether. I mean, 11 points, I don't like anybody to cover that on the road. It wouldn't surprise me if they came out and responded well after a sluggish game against UNLV. But the over-under is 65, and that's a lot of points to count on. Minus 435 for Fresno State on the money line is not enough value. If you think that they're going to slip up, maybe you go on the money line with Hawaii at plus 330. But I think Fresno State's the best team in the league. At least they've played like it so far. Probably a stay-away game from a betting perspective, but an interesting one should be a fun game to watch. But that's the that's the Mountain West slate for the weekend. Looking forward to it. Hope everybody enjoys the bye week. Obviously got homecoming coming up. It's going to be a fun basketball scrimmage at 10 a.m., 1.30 p.m. kickoff. Doesn't get much better than that. I mean, a day full of sports. I hope everyone takes advantage of that open scrimmage. It should be a great, great time. And a lot of fun stuff coming up, so make sure you're keeping up with all of it. We'll talk more of this AAC stuff as it comes out. We'll have to see. I mean, it would be weird to see CSU in a different conference, but I don't know. A lot to, lot to consider. I'm Justin Michael. This is DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. Thank you to everybody that listens. Much love. khakis wearing graphic tees feeling way too trendy raps that kill oh i'm deadly primed and ready like machetes at a deli in new delhi feeling scummy like martin scarelli turn jam into jelly then drink it like juice but water's the truth so i sip on that too skinny looking kid with no car keys like the only thing i drive is rcrv's got the stash like steve harvey oh i'm gnarly